everyone. My name is Cecilia Mintz, and I am an early childhood resource specialist with StarNet Regions 1 and 3. I'm here with Norman Elwood, and he is going to share with us a bit about his daughter's journey with her gender identity. Um, Norman, why don't you go ahead and start by telling me a little bit about your family? Well, for my family, the, my partner and I have been dating about a year and a half. She's not moved in yet, but is around regularly, part of the family. I have four kids that I consider mine. The eldest two are technically my ex-stepchildren. The eldest currently lives with me, and the next eldest has moved out into Iowa. Then I've got, I guess I should probably do names. Uh, that would be Katie is the eldest, and Lizzie is the next eldest who's in Iowa. And then Stephanie currently lives with her mom about 10 miles away. And then my youngest, who goes by Alex, also lives with me. And that's who we're going to be talking about a lot today. Tell me a little bit about Alex. Uh, when did she start approaching you about her gender identity? It was last year, I believe in the summer, if I remember right, when she started coming to talk to me about it and saying, hey, this is what I think is going on. She was just learning about it as well. She first was like, hey, I think I'm or, sorry. She didn't say I think she said, hey, I'm non-binary that's what i was looking for and was asking to start going by alex i was like okay you know they them that's not a problem and we were starting to get used to that and then kind of sometimes you think you you know to what's going on in that and it's like she had a different interpretation of non-binary than a lot of people do because a couple months back, she was like, wait, what's gender fluid? Because she was thinking that the non-binary was, you know, I don't really, I'm not always one or the other versus not being one, not being either of them. And then she's like, sometimes she feels more boyish, girlish, neither. And so once she learned what gender fluid was, she's like, that describes me even better. And so is now gender fluid with variable pronouns but you know she works they work he works she's just really figuring it all out herself right it's and she's 12 so that's part of being 12 is figuring out who you are and how life works Mm -hmm. Do you have any tips for other families on how to support children that are discovering um, their gender identity, whether it be non-binary or gender fluid, um, anything that you found worked really well? The biggest thing I think to keep in mind is that you love your kid and no matter what they identify as, that's still the same kid you love. The one thing I heard that I think just is a real good description is a lot of times when you know, people, when a couple is pregnant and they don't know the gender of the kid yet and everyone's asking, what do you want? I was like, well, I prefer this, but as long as it's a happy, healthy kid, I'll be happy. Why does that change later on down the line? It's still a, you know, as long as it's still your happy, healthy kid and actually the mental health, generally improves when they can start expressing themselves more as their true selves. So that would make them even healthier. 
So going with the first thinking, that would be even better of what we should want as parents, our happy, healthy children. Yep. Embracing them for who they are. Yes. And also one thing I may add, like, like everything is they're figuring things out as a teenager. Don't get frustrated with them. If they are, you know, things change, they're learning. It's, it's like we said, it's a process in their discovery. Mm-hmm. So just because they've said one thing doesn't mean that's how it's going to be. As they discover themselves and discover the way things are, things might change. All right. Um, I guess looking back on everything, it sounds like you guys have been um, having these conversations and really discussing this for about a year. If you could go back, what would you wish you knew? Probably a the best thing would have been to that I wish I would have thought of to do would have been to talk to her about who she comes out to is up to her. And, you know, no one's required to know anything. That's just her business, because I know there was a few people where she was nervous and asked me to have that conversation for her while she was sitting there. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to add? Just don't be afraid to reach out. I know um, when Alex first came out as non-binary, probably one of the first things I did was I went to Facebook. I have a non-binary friend and I'm like, any, you know, here's what I'm doing. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Some, you know, some people as parents, have no problem reaching out and asking for advice some people think it's a failure as a parent it's not we, we don't know everything so especially if you know people in similar situations you can get advice for hey you know what's how can i be more supportive i think is actually how i worded that question to my friends and they were a huge help like hey you know, i'm like hey i, I I think this is the right way to do this. And they're like, absolutely. And it just, and he gave me a few other tips of things I would have never thought of. So don't be afraid to reach out. Makes sense. Well, I think that that worked to kind of help support and guide us and give us resources. Right. And unfortunately it's somebody I met when I was stationed in Texas. So it's not somebody that I can as easily have as a face-to-face mentor for her. Mm-hmm. Hey, but technology, we can all basic yep. and Zoom. It's amazing what we can do nowadays. So, yep. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time and for talking with me. And I um, look forward to sharing her journey. All right. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. You too.